devoted to bringing you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Thank you for joining us today. Well, like Pastor Todd did a few weeks ago, uh, I am also helping to teach through the book of Jonah for Bob's Sunday School class, so I'm going to be doubling up on what we'll be talking about tomorrow. So for those of you that are in this class, you're going you're gonna to hear this information twice. But I'm going to read just the first three verses of Jonah chapter 3, which says, Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it the message that I tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. I think we see three important things here that apply to all of us. And the first thing that we see is the mercy of God. God did not owe Jonah a second chance. But as soon as he is spit up from the large fish, we see God saying again, Okay, like I told you the first time, let's do this again. Go to Nineveh, as I tell you, and preach to them the message that I give to you. And it's just a reminder that all of us are here because of the mercy of God. All of us that have been invited into God's family are only here because of the mercy and grace of God, of God not giving us the punishment that we deserve. All of us are sinners. All of us have fallen short of the glory of God. But thank goodness that by his mercy, he offers us forgiveness. He offers us to be a part of his family, not because of anything that we could do. We'll never even be able to pay him back for all that he has done. All we can do is accept the mercy of God and say thank you. Second, we see the wisdom of God. God does not change anything about what he originally intended because of Jonah's disobedience or Jonah's disagreement. The message that he gives at the beginning of chapter 1 and the message he gives at the beginning of chapter 3 are almost identical. He says, I have a message that needs to go to Nineveh. And the sooner that we can get on board with the reality that God knows more than we do, that his ways are higher than our ways, that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, the sooner we are going to be able to walk in wisdom, in contentment, in purpose, and in joy. God is the sovereign, omnipotent, omniscient, all-knowing, all-powerful God. And he is working, Romans 8.28 tells us, all things for our good for those who love him and have been called according to his purpose. And in the book of Jonah, we see that love extended to God's enemies, into God's people's enemies. But again, we see the mercy of God on display. And we have to trust that God knows best. And finally, we see the servanthood of Jonah. That God has shown him mercy. And that because of that mercy, how could Jonah do anything other than follow along with the marching orders of his king and lord and savior? Romans 12 verse 1 says, I appeal to you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Our worship comes in view of the mercies that God has offered us, and what he asks us is for us to lay our lives down. Paul, in most of the letters that he writes, introduces himself as Paul, a servant of God. This is where he finds his identity. He is someone who has laid his life down for the good of his king, because he knows the goodness of his king. He knows the mercy and grace that he received. How could we do but otherwise? We will never be able to pay him back for what he has done for us. But we can offer him everything that we have, which is our lives, our wills, to follow his good wisdom and his good counsel, that his glory and his mercy and his wisdom might be spread to all people everywhere. God, thank you for the story of Jonah. 
Thank you for the reminder. When we start to um, sit in judgment over Jonah and some of the choices he makes and, and some of the ways that he falters and some of the ways that he falls short, um, that we would remember that we are in the same place, God. And, and any wisdom that we have, any growth that we have is, is purely by your mercy and your grace. Lord, And we pray that you would help us as your servants, God, to take that message, to take that good news to the people that are around us, that you might be able to show your mercy through us as we offer our lives to you and our lives to our neighbors and to those we love around us. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us for another edition of Let's Talk. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed day.